0: welcome to Dot Eco Secrets, the podcast. My name is Jennifer Rapkins and you're listening to episode four, Left Arm, Right Arm. I was going to do today's episode about something else, um, but this kind of came to me as a more um, prominent thing that needs to be said and uh, just kind of inspired me a little bit more. So as an entrepreneur, I have a habit of uh, verbal diarrhea uh, to the people around me and, and about what's exciting me. Much like anyone who gets excited about anything, I ramble on about it. Uh, Everything that I've learned, who I've learned it from, sometimes full-on stories about the context of how I learned it, it can get really intense sometimes to the point even where I might overwhelm myself fumbling over the details and, and just thinking faster than I can speak. You know, and I bet you've done stuff like this too. I'm, I'm particularly bad about it after I've gone to a conference, and I'm going to use my um, Funnel Hackers Live conference as an example. Uh, Kat and I have gone to this annually in the last couple of years. So um, after the first year I went, I came home and just like endlessly blabbed about it. I'm pretty sure I saw Kelvin's eyes roll over while it was overwhelming him with this information overload. He was so patient and kind for listening to me um, as he gets joy from me being excited, uh, but this isn't his forte. He tries hard to understand what I do and and this journey I'm on, but life as an entrepreneur is a whole other level of understanding. And you know what, it's just not for everyone. There are countless people I've come across over the years who are self-made, successful entrepreneurs. Um, others who are desperately trying to launch something, and and even those who have teams of people working under them after years of hardships. But what about their partners um, or even their families? Some partners are also entrepreneurs who might be building the company up with them, so they're a team. Uh, Sometimes they're enduring their own path, and others who think we're crazy and are extremely unsupportive. The countless women I have found on so many business threads in tears because they are not feeling supported at home. Uh, her husband is bringing her down because they don't understand what she's doing, or there's spouses that are jealous of of the success, or even unwilling to accept the journey she's on because he doesn't understand or she. Being an entrepreneur is not an easy task, and and I get it. It's especially harder for those who live with us because they're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. (laughs) Entrepreneurs have minds that simultaneously are scattered but are also so focused on a goal. We think outside of the box to reach for the unattainable. I used to think that my shiny object syndrome was one of my worst features. I picked up so many hobbies. I was trying too many things at once. I went down a road of working different types of jobs until I realized that entrepreneurship was actually my path. My shiny object syndrome was helping me define my entrepreneurial journey. It has led me to exactly where I am and it's shaped who I've become. I've spent a lot of money on wasted projects I'll never finish, or hobbies I won't have time to pick back up, or or I don't want to, um, and have learned things that no longer serve me. The thing about this is that I'm actually grateful for that. Yes, I've lost the money to these things, but now I can say I've done it, I had fun with it, and, and now I never have to feel that lingering resentful, I wish I had time to feel it. If I could go back and talk to myself, even a few years ago, I would reassure myself that I was, in fact, not as crazy as I looked. (laughs) All this being said, we're all a little different in our entrepreneurial journey. Some like to just kind of keep it on the down low of having just a little side hustle so they get that kind of feeling of um, entrepreneurship, but like the steadiness of a full-time job uh, employed elsewhere. Others are all in. We only have ourselves to depend on, and there's no greater motivation to put food on the table than when you only have yourself. But the people you choose to be your personal cheer squad will help with your journey's success. With such a connected world, we have the opportunity to reach and support so many people across the world. We can influence and affect hundreds of people so easily. This is where the concept of left arm, right arm comes in. To think of it easily, left arm represents the heart, right arm represents the lungs. Heart being your spouse, family, close friends, or just even just those you love unconditionally. Your lungs help support your beating heart and best represent your network. Going back to our connected world, the way the social connection algorithms work, the use of tribes and groups are becoming ever popular. This is your network. So how do you use this? When I initially learned about this concept, I um, first tried to execute it when I came home from my second year of Funnel Hacking Live. And I knew, or was trying to not overwhelm Calvin with all these things that I learned that were just like super cool, cause I'm a dork like that. And they're all things that I know he's not interested in. So I, I give him the Coles notes. He seems much happier to receive the information that I've carefully sifted through to be my pinnacle talking points that I feel might be valuable to him, or even just the things that I valued most from the conference. So where do I take the rest of that excitement? To my online tribes. The people who are in these groups are just as excited about it as I am, and it's so much easier to talk to them about these things. You can talk with them about the jargon and reference the people you need to and they understand and you don't need to provide much for context. It's that breath of relief when you finally got that out of your system. See? Lungs. <laughs> your heart meanwhile, well, they may be interested, if they're not the natural entrepreneur or if they, if they don't ask because maybe they're the unsupportive type so they just don't care, time that you spend with them about non-business stuff. Now, this doesn't come easy to those who get excited about business and everything that we do. Since I've learned about this exercise, it's taken quite a bit of time to consistently gather my thoughts and filter myself about what's important to share or not to share to Kelvin, or do I take this to an online group? I don't want to totally keep my partner in the dark because he's interested in my success and naturally curious, but doesn't like feeling overwhelmed or when I talk about people or stories that just don't resonate with him. And, and you know what? I totally get that. And this is why we have the two branches of support and you decide where you take that discussion. The beauty about online support groups is that there's a lot of them and a lot about everything. I'm a part of a few free Facebook groups that are kind of hit and miss in support, but I'm also a part of a few paid Facebook groups, and these groups offer a ton of value to me because the people in there get it, and they're just like me in the sense of asking questions or bringing up things that I've always wanted to ask but just never had the guts to. They engage in conversation about more technical stuff. So, for example, excuse me. Um, I'm a part of a photography group that I pay for, and and that has a lot of added value in general, because like the courses are really cool. But from the general consensus of this group, people have been paying to stay purely because of the energy and the support of the Facebook group. They don't care about the content, well, I mean they do, but they're staying for the Facebook group. With over a few hundred active users, it's insane how amazing the energy is, how supportive people are. People will post photos of, of what they've just done, whether they're new or they've been doing or they're like hardcore photographer and they've been doing this for twenty years. Um, they if they're looking for criticism or, or any kind of comment, there are no trolls or mean comments, and constructive feedback is in fact constructive but always ended with polite and kind words of encouragement. This is stuff I can't get from my families or my heart network. I love talking and discussing this stuff, but I just don't have the right people in my life to uh, discuss it. So these people become my support with that. I'm also a part of a paid social marketing group. Um, this group offers a lot of monthly goodies to me and a lot of intense discussion and introducing people that I've never heard of, but suddenly they change my life (laughs) or mindset. And, and again, I can't really talk about this stuff to too many people because they generally, they dismiss it as, no, that's ridiculous or some other negative comment because really they're the uncultured swine here. So get back. (laughs) Um, so I want to tell a little, um, I'm not deviating too much here, but I just wanted to give you a little story. So I have a part-time gig I enjoy doing, and I have a co-worker who used to sell cars. The thing with car salesmen is that it's a certain sales technique and style, and there's actually a form of traditionalism with it. And, and also, just as a, as a bit of context here, he's an older gentleman, so he definitely has this um, form of traditionalism with it. Now I don't really I, I don't really want to get into how uh, car salesmen work because um, I'm sure you probably already know but the point is is that he asked about my business and I really try hard not to overwhelm my colleagues with what I do because it it can sound very overwhelming because it's such a new concept to so many of them but he laughed at me and and not that he shut it down necessarily but he but. I can't remember what he said exactly, but he phrased it where it sounded like it was the wrong thing to do. I know he, well, like I think he meant well. (laughs) Um, He and I have a good connection, but he he thinks with his own experience that he understands fully how to sell. No, his experience has led him knowing only how to sell a car or anything else that he has personal experience with, like a close connection. With my experience in education, I can sell literally anything without knowing or being any kind of expert in what I'm selling, because that is how social media marketing, that's the direction we've been going. I can sell anything. I could sell a car without knowing anything about a car. I don't want to, but I could. So notice the difference there. He's clearly not part of my social network because he just doesn't understand um, and or at the very least doesn't have the ability to have an open mind about the possibilities of what I'm saying or selling. So bye Felicia. <laughs> I'm happy to educate and share what I know with, uh, with people who are receptive. And if they don't get it, immediately get it, that's okay. But the energy of the possibility, ooh, tell me more, because they are open-minded enough to understand the opportunities for themselves. It's the classic, oh, I want what she's having, or FOMO, fear of missing out, a term I've known for years, but I've only recently started noticing everyone is using it. That's okay. This is a good thing. Fellow entrepreneur, I say that all this as a form of encouragement to find the people that resonate with you. Get rid of the trolls or energy vampires in your life and don't listen to them. Follow your heart. This is your journey, so you follow your own heart. Follow your instincts, follow your gut. It might come across incorrectly at first, but sometimes you need to fall so when you get back up, you know where you're going, right? I have this rule that I've uh, been implementing over the last year, and it's actually been really good for me, and so it's going to sound a little harsh, but it works for me, and you're welcome to disagree with me all you want, or you can adopt this yourself. I'm. It's totally up to you. So I'm an online social media marketer. Ultimately, that is what I am. Yes, I co-own an interior design business, but I'm not an interior designer. I assist with that stuff. I mean, I have designed spaces, but I am not an interior designer. But I am a social media marketer, because I could run any kind of business for somebody or help somebody with. Anyway, when people who think they're being supportive or encouraging try to tell me what to do or make a backhanded comment about my life decisions, I rebuttal that I choose to listen to the people who have made millions in what I do. Because that is what will help me get there. Their negative comment means literally nothing to me. I have learned to totally just ignore negative comments regarding to my personal entrepreneur journey. That took some time. Admittedly. (laughs) All that says to me is that their negative energy is perfectly demonstrating that they're either jealous of my path or they're they're so close-minded that they can't see the possibilities of what I can have or what they could have. Because what I know and what I do, anybody could learn. Because there are hundreds of people teaching it. I'm teaching it, right? I have chosen to eliminate these people in my life. And yes, this has included some family And I realize that might not be quite as easy for for others, but I am all in. And I have chosen the success of my future over their negative mentality of my success or even a reflection of theirs. Oh, I'm just trying to help you learn from my mistakes. Yes, well, the advice you're giving me is irrelevant because it's been 30 years. And guess what? The world has moved on without you. I will not follow you and I will not listen to you. So there. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> Defining your left arm, right arm support networks can be easy or challenging, but I found that the best way to help this is to let it organically define itself. I I never realized um, fully with my online support groups how much I actually really depend on them. I find my Facebook filled to the brim with with the multitude of groups that I'm a part of because I love them. And you know what? That I actually value that, my feed, more than the posts from my friends and family. And I don't mean that rudely. My my point with that is that I value the content because it enhances my progression um, in life and produces the energy that I want to see in my feed. I control what I see. My feed is going to be very different from yours. That's the whole thing with Facebook, right? Sometimes I watch Calvin scroll through his Facebook just so I can see what the algorithm has produced for him based off of the things that he watches or does. And I know he's not part of any groups, but I know he follows a lot of people that bring value to his progression. Um, And for him, it's more entertainment value. For me, it's more business and career value. And while I love catching up with friends and family, I find that people are posting... um, if they're not fully aligned with my mentality, they might be posting things that I just don't really want to see, or they're irrelevant to me, don't bring me joy, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know what, the great thing about... I have to give Facebook some credit here, that they're getting really smart with that. Um, excuse me. I I'm seeing... Obviously, I'm still friends with a lot of people, but like, I never see their posts because I'm not really interested in what they're posting. I'm not liking their stuff, right? Because I don't like it. So then Facebook's like, oh, well, if they're not liking their stuff, then I'm not going to put it on their feed because it doesn't make sense. Cool. (laughs) I'm down with that. And if I am interested in going, hey, you know, I haven't heard from this person forever. I go manually look them up. You know, every once in a while, I'll go through my friends list and do that. Um... And, and you know what, so the thing about tribes is that you can connect with people who uh, fully align with you and be as, and be as detailed as, as your political views, your sexual orientation, your right, race, um, and you know what, even controversial topics. I bet you, no matter your perspective, there are probably a few Facebook groups fully dedicated for anti-vaxxing moms. And you know what, I bet you they love it. Because regardless of the truth or lies, the government, whatever, they believe what they believe for their reasons, for their own reasons, whether you agree or not. And they have found people who share that feeling. And regardless of how you feel about it, and I'm using this controversial topic intentionally to demonstrate this concept, that they, that they are now in a collective tribe of people who share this opinion and support each other and value the content that they are contributing. They don't have to worry about people who oppose that perspective or people who are judging them. The point for them is that they can have a positive energy where they want it. They control what they see. And and yes, like this this kind of goes both ways. It has I don't know if negative would be the right word for this, but. Without debating on things like controversial topics, it can absolutely help affect with changing mindset, perspective, and even just opinion from furthering their own education. And you know what? There probably is some of that within their group, maybe intentionally. So that way, it's because some people love controversial topics just because they love the debate. I do not. <laughs> so I am not part of any of these types of groups. Setting boundaries with your family life to improve your relationships with them as you'll be able to redefine talking points and let your business be your business. You don't have to feel like you need to use your family as a soundboard. There are a lot of excellent supportive groups for anything you want. As I mentioned, I'm a part of a paid photography group. I'm a part of a couple of free ones. I have uh, the social media marketing paid group. I'm in a free yoga group that's from a paid product. So you have to have bought the product to gain access, which I kind of like. And I'm also a part of four other marketing-related groups led by entirely different people. I I still ramble a little bit to Calvin, but this is a learning curve. And and it would be for you, too. Um, This podcast has actually been an excellent outlet for me to use my voice without needing to overwhelm those who uh, don't want to hear what I have to say. I mean, clearly you're listening to this because you're interested in what I have to say, so thank you. (laughs) Um, So I hope with all that, that was a bit of a full circle. Um, The left arm, right arm concept is really, really interesting and can be an excellent, excellent tool to have as an entrepreneur to really, as I said, set boundaries and define your relationships both online, in person, with whomever. So I hope that this has kind of helped you um, kind of determine how you want to establish your, your boundaries, how to establish your relationships what you want to talk to your friends and family about what are you noticing or not noticing that you know their eyes start glazing over you're like okay well maybe that's not something i should talk to these people about because clearly they're not interested and why would you want to talk about something that you know they're not interested in right so you find another outlet right you find another support group or somebody else to talk to about these things right so While my throat is killing me now, (laughs) I'd like to thank you for joining me in on episode four. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe for more. Join us at karmadesigners.com. If the website's not working yet, then I do apologize if I'm tweaking it still. Um, (laughs) Join us at karmadesigners.com for more on how you can succeed with having an eco-conscious brand and to join our own community. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Nested Green for everyday stuff. Um, And with that, I hope you have a great day.